Happy Friday, powerful leaders. Oh my gosh, I am so excited about today's episode. I cannot even contain my excitement. <laughs> this episode, oh my gosh, it's going to blow your socks off. This next guest, she is an amazing person. She is dedicated in the wellness coaching space and she has a unique way of approaching trauma release and self-improvement and emotional well-being and she truly has a heart for transformation and healing and she empowers individuals to overcome their past, embrace personal growth and liberate their emotions but her journey doesn't end on earth. She's also an accomplished astronaut and she's making history as the first person from Antigua and Barbuda to venture into the vast expanse of space with her daughter. And she is, oh my God, like you're going to listen to her speak and you're going to have goosebumps. <laughs> I was smiling so hard. My cheek hurt from her conversation and I'm deciding to make this episode a two-part special because we chatted for quite a long time and I want to keep things interesting. So this is part one of the series. And without further ado, please welcome Keisha Shahab. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I'm here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Keisha. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being here. Like, I'm so honored that you said yes to my invitation. Oh, wow. It's just so special that I actually get the chance to be in this position, you know, with such a beautiful miracle and transformation that has mm -hmm. happened in my life for a dream to come true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, we want to hear about it. <laughs> so tell us, who is Keisha? What does she do? And what got you into what it is that you do? Well, I'm really a self-development coach, and mm -hmm. it took a while for me to narrow it down to call myself a self-development coach because mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so much of everything. And um, why limit yourself to just like one little aspect when we are so diverse and we have so much parts as a being? Mm -hmm. So my journey really started out um, as a flight attendant, loving travel, loving to just explore our planet and go as many places. Mm -hmm. um, I was a young mother. I had my first daughter when I was 19. 
Mm. And I feel like that pregnancy or, or that experience was my invitation into trauma because of the way it happened. And a little bit before that, I had trauma as well when my father and my mother separated when I was 17. Mm -hmm. So life was really like a transformation for me. So it was coming from this mindset of being a victim and feeling like, why is Mm -hmm. all of these things happening to me? And, you know, like this type of way. And I saw that as my superpower because it allowed me to now bounce from being in this mindset and transitioning myself to who I am today. Mm. So, you know, I had my second daughter when I was in my later 20s. And that's the daughter that went to space with me. Mm. And, <laughs> and I, in my second marriage, my first marriage ended. And, you know, that was more layers of trauma that was built on top of me. And, mm. you know, in my second marriage, my poor husband had to get that part of me, the unhealed part of me. So there were like, ta- like a lot of challenges in that marriage and, or in this marriage, because I'm still in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And that led me to really put my feet down and start to change my life. So I started seeking help. Um, I became an entrepreneur. I became a designer. Um, but no matter how much good fortune that had happened to me, I still felt like I was stuck in my life. So then that's when I ended up becoming a coach. Mm. or or um, studying to become a coach, doing the courses and all of that. And I found that, you know, the alternative way of living or the holistic way of living was what attracted me. Mm. So it was a lot of um, work on top of all of that. So long story short, <laughs> my daughter now, my second daughter, she um, was 17 and she, just during the time of COVID, and she was going through her depression, mm. you know, lockdowns and all of that. She couldn't see her friends anymore. And she was in that last class in high school. Mm-hmm. And she was very um, stressed. What about her future? She's not going to do good in her grades and all of that because she's missing classes. And, mm. you know, so I had to calm her down and everything and got her to start thinking more positive and think about the next step in your life, which is going to college. So she made her only choice to go to college in Scotland, Aberdeen. Wow. And to her surprise, she got accepted. Wow. So when she got accepted now, she had a deadline where we had to now hustle and get her visas so she can move to Scotland and start her classes for mm-hmm. that summer, end of that summer. So the only flights available were... Um, from Antigua to go to Barbados for her to get her visa to go to the UK. It's usually an hour flight. If you go Mm -hmm. directly with the um, Caribbean airlines, there were no flights available for her because all of the the restrictions and all of that. So the only flight I could find was from Antigua going eight hours to London, sitting there for six hours and then eight hours from London to Barbados. That was ridiculous. But I said to her, in order for you to accomplish your dream, this is what we're going to do. So I just did it. So I became like that super mom that was going to make anything happen mm-hmm. just so my kid can get over her depression and, you know, mm-hmm. like have a future. So we did that flight. And then as I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about my life and 
I'm like, okay, I, I've been a mother from since I was 19. And I've <laughs> always had this dream of going into space. I've always had this dream of, you know, living my, my life. And I remember when I was two years old, I was in kindergarten and they were talking about what would you like to be when you grow up? And I said, an astronaut. And I remember mm. all the kids laughed at me, even the teachers. Wow. So it was not even something that anyone thought of in the island. Mm. So sitting on this flight now with my daughter, I'm thinking about all of that. And I'm saying to myself, universe, please, what can I do with my life now? I would like you know, to now start my journey, because in my mind, I'm not thinking that my journey already started with all that I've done. I'm thinking now my kids are have left home. And now what am I going to do with myself? Mm. So suddenly I see an ad pop up on the, um, the entertainment screen in the plane, just before watching a movie, there's usually mm. little ads. So I, I guess it was like a random thing, like not everybody's screen got that, or maybe it was just a channel from the universe directing a message to me. Mm. That is a mystery. I think <laughs> we would never know <laughs> the answer to, but Richard Branson showed up in an amaze ad and says, would you like to go to space? And all I could say, <gasps> wow. universe, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like, Yes, I'm definitely doing this. And it was an it was a sweepstake for Amaze and you had to pay an entry and you had to um, fill out a few questions or whatever and then wow. and then you're in. But obviously you needed internet to do that because they gave you the link that you should go to. And it was mm. the first time ever that I hooked up on the internet on <laughs> on on this on this flight and it actually worked. It didn't buffer, it didn't give me trouble. It, so I was like, this wow. has to be a sign from the universe. So wow. I feel I filled it all out and I had this strong feeling like this was for me because of the prayer that I know that I put in. Mm -hmm. But then anyway I decided you know what you drop it especially studying about this the, the laws of the universe and mm. and um the law of attraction and all of that and you know mm -hmm. so I thought just drop it and leave it alone. If this is something for you, you don't need to put energy into it. It will just naturally come. And then to my surprise, a few weeks later, I started getting emails mm. from Omaze. Oh, and I was like, wow, this, what is going on? What is happening here? But then I still didn't put too much excitement because it didn't say you're a winner. It says that you're a top, um, I think it was 20 finalists or something <gasps> like that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then I started getting letters now from Virgin Galactic office saying that I needed to fill out some forms. I needed to answer some questions, mm -hmm. but I had to do it all in 24 hours or I will be disqualified. <gasps> so I was like, whoa, I have to get on this. So it's like something just like, and the weird thing is something led me to even check my email because it's not something I do often either. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a strong feeling, get up mm -hmm. and check your email. And I just listened. I showed up. I, I just did it. Mm -hmm. And and then I filled out everything. And then they asked this question, who would be, you you would be if you were to win it would be two seats who would be your guests you get to bring mm. a guest with you and i didn't even think that it was an entry for two persons that you get to go and you wow. get to bring a guest because i was so excited when i was filling out those forms almost like i went into a trance <laughs> so 
I didn't even think about that then. I'm like, oh no, who am I going to ask now? Because nobody else is like as, you know, like weird as me that would want to go to space. I don't know anybody else that would have wanted something like that. So I asked my husband, obviously he, he would have been the first person and he just shut me down. He said, no, um, he didn't believe that it was true. He just thought that it was a prank or something like that. <laughs> he was skeptical. He was skeptical. Um, so then I asked another friend and a beautiful friend that I have who just moved to Antigua. And I thought, okay, maybe it would be nice for her because she would speak about space with me when we would have our jokes. And I say, mm -hmm. well, I just want a UFO to just come pick me up and um, <laughs> let's go traveling the universe. And and even if it was a joke, it was like I was actually mm -hmm. serious, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. So, but the thing is, she just had a baby. So I was a little bit worried mm -hmm. about that. If I was to actually really, really win and she was to come, that would probably be a, 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 a problem. Mm -hmm. So then I started having this discussion with my daughter because she had just come back home and was visiting. Mm -hmm. and, and then she said to me, mom, um, she didn't really believe me, but she said, mom, if, if this was actually something true and you were to win, if anyone is going to space with you, it would be me. So mm. your friend, I'm sorry. So we had dinner with her tonight and I had to break the news to my friend. I said, well, my daughter says she wants to come. And then my friend was like, you know what? Your daughter should come first. It's fine with her. Mm. But, you know, I, but because I already asked her, I thought it would be mm. nice to, you know, say that to her. Mm -hmm. So... Then a few weeks later, I got another email said that you're top five finalists and we, oh need, to, we need to send you a, a gift because all the top five finalists, we're sending them a gift. Wow. Um, crazy, huh? Yeah. So at that point in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, either I won or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, gave them, I gave them my address and everything. And, but not thinking because our address don't have zip code and house numbers or even mm -hmm. the name of a street. It's just a village and a parish. Mm -hmm. That's it. So that's all I gave them because that's all I have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and then suddenly they said, "Okay, so we're going to we're going to mail you your package, but we want to call you the same time that you got your package." So um, they set mm -hmm. up a, a call, a Zoom call with me on a particular date. And mm -hmm. on that particular date, I showed up, I answered the Zoom call, and then suddenly they said to me, okay, so we're having some connection issues. We're going to call you right back. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they started walking into my, my yard. <gasps> I don't have, I, I have, um, I have big, <laughs> I know, I have big windows and I don't put curtains because I really like seeing the sky. Yeah. So in my house, you just have full access to seeing the sky, especially wow. at night with all the stars and everything. So I saw people walking into the yard and I started getting nervous. I'm like, oh who are those God. people? What is that long stick going there? My husband was in on it. I was telling him, he says, no, 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 sit down. It's nothing. It's the gardener coming in to um, cut the grass or something like that. That's what he said. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but this is a little fishy. So anyway, I sat down there. But then when I saw Richard Branson walking in, making oh his way God. up my steps, that's when I started <laughs> screaming. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks up the steps and says, you won, you're going to space. <laughs> oh uh, my God. 
what was your your initial reaction? I was just screaming. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I never want anything in my life, and wow. that was like that felt like a um, a gift from the universe for all the work that I've done, my yeah. transformation, and everything. And it also felt like like the universe is saying the universal laws are real. That's what it kind of felt like as well. So it was like a confirmation of all of these things. I'm like, Mm -hmm. whoa. So it was a a deeper connection for me than just going to space. It was like, you know, you just Mm -hmm. got the best award ever. So that's, (laughs) (laughs) so that's what that felt like for me. And so I was just so happy. I was like really, really happy. And then all I could feel like, is that your story is going to inspire so many people to believe yes. in themselves, to believe in dreams, to believe in the power of transformation, the power mm-hmm. of self-care, the power of all of this self-love. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm so honored to share my story with anyone who invites me. Mm-hmm. And this is all I can think of doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh this is incredible like i just got chills and i'm like wow like you are a master (laughs) manifester like yeah i just couldn't believe that this actually happened and i feel like it's it's not even a selfish act it feels like an act Mm -hmm. of humanity and whenever i say this i two things i keep saying in interviews and it, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's my words. It feels like it's 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 a it's something that I am um, my, like just bringing out, like the universe is speaking through me, where mm-hmm. I say transformation and humanity. This is what this mm-hmm. feels like: an act of transformation and an act of humanity. Mm-hmm. So that's how that that transformed. <laughs> yeah. So how long did it take from the announcement to you actually going to space? Well, I feel like um, I noticed some people that has have waited 18 years and I feel like no matter how long you wait, it's not enough time to really prepare you even Mm. mentally for going into space. I feel like it's something that cannot be rushed. Mm. You have to really take your time and prepare yourself for it. But Mm. it took less than two years. Wow. First, it felt like it was taking a long time because I had, I had no idea what date it's going to be or when they're going to be mm-hmm. ready or, you know, what's going on. But mm-hmm. all I could feel like trust the, the process, trust the process. So mm-hmm. I was totally calm with the whole um, idea of waiting and preparing myself for it. Mm-hmm. But then the moment that the date was announced, that's when it felt rushed. I'm like, oh my God, it's happening now. <laughs> 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 and how did you prepare for it? Did you like do specific diet? Like what was the preparation phase? I continued practicing my coaching system because I just mm-hmm. keep recycling my 12 week program within myself and going deeper in it. So I have always been a vegan and I just maintained that diet. I maintain doing my mm-hmm. detoxes. I maintain mm-hmm. just pure plant-based foods because the way my body feels energized from that, the way my mind feels so present from that, mm-hmm. I felt like that has to be something that I should just continue focusing on, mm-hmm. So, which I did. So I can say I did a bit of add-ons to the process because mm-hmm. I kind of got into more journaling 
like mm-hmm. my mission, what I want to project out into the universe, like mindset shifting, being more positive, because I mm-hmm. felt like I'm preparing myself to be now in the open, pure energies of the universe, not, mm-hmm. to, not to be sheltered by um, the atmosphere or anything. Now I'm being in the full energy of the universe. And what mindset do I want to project out there when I get there? So that was kind of my mindset. Mm-hmm. And um, in addition to that, I made sure I built up my blood because as a woman, I find that many of mm. us um, go through low blood counts. <laughs> mm, so I made yeah. sure I started taking more vitamins, building up on my iron and stuff like that to mm-hmm. make sure that my my, my um, blood count was up and doing I increased the amount of breathing exercises I was doing to make sure oxygen is going through my blood um, and increasing in my cardio as well. Every morning I was going for my jogging up the hills here because I live in the mountains in Antigua, Mm -hmm. in the island. So I'm just exposed to nature. So a lot of grounding as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I was doing. And the reason I was doing that because... Um, when you're experiencing this heavy boost that you're going to go through, um, mm. being in that rocket, you're, um, oh my God. You, you have to have a strong heart and, and mm. so that you can um, handle that type of pressure. Um, mm. So that's, what, that's the training I was doing on my own, um, mm-hmm. building my health in that way. Not that my health, anything was wrong with me in my health mm. before, but this was not the time for me to go into any bad habits. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, or the time for me to um, get sick or anything like that. So I made sure yeah. I was building my immune system um, mm. so that, you know, everything can go smoothly and nothing could prevent me from going into space. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You got me at the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so then what happened? Yeah. But then also I did some really great programs with Virgin yeah. Galactic. They had a readiness program where oh, their wow. their top engineers and um scientists, you know, mm-hmm. they they put together a really nice program where they're educating you about the craft and what wow. to expect out there. And also encouraging you to, you know, do your meditations, your mindfulness practices, your journaling, mm-hmm. being very focused and present as well. Um, mm-hmm. So everything I had in my little program there, I was like, this is such an alignment because, like, I'm working on myself. I'm learning how to build my own programs. Yeah. And all of this led up for this moment. So I was like, wow, look at that. And then to show that it actually worked. And then if someone needs help, I can easily just teach them this way as well. And my plan is to teach children, especially this way, because if Mm. if we want a sustainable future on our planet, we should start with our kids, right? So that would be amazing. So, And then also in addition to that, which all ties in with Space for Humanity, they have prepared me so so wonderfully for what am I going to do after space? How am I going to make an impact and help mm. to shift and bring something positive and good to the planet um, mm. that you can help people? So they put me through um, a citizen astronaut astronauts um, um, leadership program wow. where it's teaching me how to be a leader, how to um, make an impact 
how mm -hmm. to create something wonderful. So when I think about what am I going to create, it's a way how I can keep inspiring, especially women, especially in the different um, um, minorities and, you know, so that we can also have a chance because in my area where I'm from in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. no one even thinks about going to space because it's not something anyone speaks about. Mm. And for such a dream to manifest in this part of the world shows that we can acquire anything just like, you know, the first mm. world countries and all of that. So it puts me in a great position where I'm highlighting my island in Antigua and Barbuda and encouraging mm. the people here that they can dream and conquer their fears because it's, it's amazing how much people are fearful of going into space or the thought of going into mm. space they just get thrills and <laughs> and I just keep hearing them say, oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. But the good thing is the young folks are watching and they're seeing this and they see how yeah. amazing it was and how much fun we had. And they mm -hmm. hopefully they as well can have access to space, you know, when they're ready. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm yeah. so excited to learn like how was like the actual ascension like like and getting there and seeing <laughs> space like for the first time. Like how was it? Well, the whole the whole journey just getting there was mind-blowing. This is it for part 1. How is Keisha feeling now that she's in space? What are the biggest lessons that she takes away from the whole experience? Please don't miss part two coming up next week. It's going to be amazing. And if you enjoyed this first part, make sure to tag us on Instagram. Make sure to make a shout out. Let us know what you thought about Keisha's experience so far. Let's keep the conversation going and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.